0: Hey everybody, I'm Dwayne Burkhard, and this is Rugby Shorts. We're working on it. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about the North versus the South. No, not that North versus South. Yes, there you go, that North versus South. We're talking about the big Autumn Nations tournament going on in Europe this weekend, and it was not an especially good weekend for the folks on the top half of the world. We're going to open the action in Wales, which is ironic because the Welsh decided to keep the doors closed on the dome in the stadium for the matchup, between the Welsh and the All Blacks. New Zealand opened the game on fire, leaping out to a 17-0 lead that quieted the crowd in Cardiff and gave everyone the impression that this game might be a blowout. But then the Welsh, who made some really interesting roster decisions, including starting Gareth Anscombe at fullback, which I actually thought worked out surprisingly well... Well, they woke up, and for the next 40 minutes, they played a respectable game of rugby. At one point, they closed the match within six points, and it looked like they might yet beat the boys in black for the first time since Queen Elizabeth started her reign. But then, Aaron Smith broke through the defensive line and single-handedly scored a try that left the entire Wales team standing around and staring at each other, and it just kind of felt like the momentum completely swung at that moment. And the route was on. Wales came unglued in the last 20 minutes of the game, and the All Blacks were all too happy to pile on the points. The full-time score, Wales 23, All Blacks 55. Now from Wales, we're going to head to Ireland, where the number one ranked team in the world hosted the South African Springboks. And this was an odd duck of a game. Folks, the Springboks are in trouble. And they have seemed completely out of sorts since the bizarre events that accompanied their trip to Argentina earlier this year. They seemed to control and even dominate parts of this game. But they just couldn't score. And I saw two reasons for that. First, for reasons I simply do not comprehend at all, the box did not start Faf de Klerk at scrum half, though they did bring him off the bench in the second half. But the big story for the box was the kicking game. Superstar Andre Pollard is still out with an injury and Elton Yanchis is still out for disciplinary reasons And that meant that the box had a huge hole in the middle of their lineup and they paid dearly for it Springbok kickers left no less than eight Fairly easy points on the field in this game and when you do that and you only lose the game by three Well, it's going to be pretty easy for the fans and the media to point fingers And they will in the end The luck was once again with the Irish, and they will almost certainly retain their number one ranking for another week. But if I were them, I wouldn't exactly be river dancing in the streets just yet. They escaped with this win, and they're going to need a lot more than luck to win the tournament. Full-time score, Ireland 19, South Africa 16. Next up, Australia fresh off their shocking one-point upset of Scotland last weekend, flew into Paris to take on a French team that was anxious to show that they are a top contender for the 2023 World Cup. And they certainly did that. This game was a back-and-forth kicking battle for most of the first half, with both teams happy to kick for points anytime they were on offer. Australia scored the first try, and they seemed to have the game in hand at several points. But frankly... Their reserve players simply couldn't hold on against the relentless attack of the French. And I'm not just talking about their hairstyles, although it is pretty hilarious how that seems to come up in literally every single game that French plays, and I will concede that they do seem to have the best team hairdresser in the competition. In the end, the Aussies fought valiantly, but they were one for two in fending off late drives from France, and to win the game, they needed to be two for two. Full-time score was France 30, Australia 29. And finally this morning, we finish in London for a shocking upset as England hosted Argentina. Now, as you know, I've been saying for some time that Argentina is a much-improved team and is now very much a first-tier nation in rugby. Well, apparently not a lot of folks in England have been watching my podcasts, and they paid for that mistake today. In the second half in particular, Argentina put on a clinic showing exactly how an underdog team can come from behind and take a game on the road against a side that was supposed to be stronger and better. Well, not today they weren't. Will England see this game as a major wake-up call and use it to turn their tournament around? We'll see. But for now, the British tabloids are going to blast the roses right off their uniforms, while the Pumas are going to continue to eat teams that fail to take them seriously. The full-time score, England 29, Argentina 30. And that's it, folks. Again, that's all these little rugby shorts are going to be for. Until we meet again, remember, of all the inventions in the last hundred years, the dryer erase board is the most remarkable. See you next time. Well, apparently, not a lot of folks in English... In English? Well, we're gonna have a blooper. Let's do it again.